This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Episode 188, Listener Debt Payoff Stories. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And it is our Black Friday slash Buy Nothing Day listener special. Woo-woo! I don't know if you were around last year, but we did a Christmas special. And that was, we're not, so we're not doing a Christmas special this year. We're doing a um, Buy Nothing Day special. Mm -hmm. But I think you should go back and listen to it, at least the intro. Please. If you're if you're a Star Wars fan, you'll get it. If you're not, you won't get it, but you'll probably still be amused. Yeah. Christmas special. Okay? Just it's the episode that was closest to Christmas last year. Today is a little different. We're not reenacting any cool scenes, but we are bringing you the debt payoff stories of three of our listeners, and these were the three bravest people that were willing to record themselves and send it in to the podcast. Amazing. It's <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. We hear that feedback all the time. We want to hear from listeners. We want to hear from and then we give the opportunity and there's three brave folks who <laughs> rose to the well, top. In their defense. So we only talked about it in social media and in our Facebook group and in our club BFF. So we didn't really talk about it on the show. But uh, we do give everyone an opportunity with Bill of the Week, and that's much easier. So, But this one, I think we are going to listen to some um, debt-free stories that you guys love. And if you want to, uh, we'll give you the uh, episodes for some other debt-free stories that you can listen to as well. But first, our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Continuing Education. Paying off debt is a marathon, not a sprint. And any runner will tell you that training is a prerequisite to finishing a marathon. Typically, unless you're that girl who got, what, silver or bronze in the Olympics this past year for her marathon. But whatever. We are not her. We want to help you finish your financial marathon with this weekly dose of encouragement from the show, but also educational resources in our new digital shop. So we've got a ton of affordable workbooks, challenges, printables, and all that that launches today to keep you motivated and growing on your journey to financial freedom. 
We will be adding more every month, but as this kickoff launch buy nothing day special, we want to give you through the end of the month a code for a $50 credit to the store and you just need to use code 50freedom. That's 50freedom. If you get our emails, you'll see the code in your inbox and you can find the shop at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash shop. So that should allow you to get one or two things for free so you still are buying nothing. Ooh, yes. Getting something for nothing. Still a great mm-hmm. value. Still also counts. brought to you by cheese. Yup. It has nothing to do with today's episode, topic, theme, or really anything else we're going to talk about today. Cheese just really wanted to sponsor us and we had to fit them in somewhere. Cheese, the desperate but tasty sponsor. Cheese, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was tough to figure out where are we gonna put. Oh, everyone loves it. Everybody loves it. It just has nothing to do with this episode, but you know. But you know what? Here's gonna fit them in. No, here's the tie-in. Everybody loves cheese, and everybody loves debt payoff stories. (laughs) They are the two most requested things. Like always, like I request, uh, we get debt payoff story requests all the time, and I'm always requesting cheese. So. That's well, the tie-in. That's great. And now Cheese is going to have to pay us more because we did tie it in to the episode. So, Cheese. Well pay done. us in cheese. cheese. That's cheese. fine. And pair it with wine. Even better. Ooh, yeah, I'm still waiting for them to sponsor the show. Specifically, the Aldi Wine Advent Calendar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another thing we talked about. Jen's Maybe obsessed. Not. I am. I am. But more obsessed. I really want the sparkling wine one that leads up to the New Year's. Mm. That's the one I really want. Mm. Anyways, let's talk about debt freedom. So we have a lot of episodes featuring guests who've paid off debt. So you can cue these ones up. Get your phone ready. So episode 179, we talked to our friend El Martinez. Her and her husband paid off $33,000 of debt by switching to living on just one income and banking the second for their debt. So if you are a dual income household and want to learn that, key up episode 179. Um, Episode 155 is how budget girl Sarah Wilson paid off $38,000 of debt on a low income. And Sarah was living on her own, very low income, and was able to pay off $38,000 in, I think, three years. Her story is amazing. She is amazing. She has an amazing YouTube channel. Uh, and so she's living in financial freedom right now because as a result of paying off her debt. And so if you are single and or low income, episode 155 is a great one for you. And then we have episode 143, how Lydia Sen paid off $36,000 of debt on one income. So she was a stay-at-home mom um, who also side hustle, has four kids, I think, three to four. And they were able to pay off their debt um, with just her husband working. So if you have family and kids and you want to hear more of that side, Lydia's also just hilarious. Like if you should for sure follow her on Instagram and TikTok because it it will be a delight in your life. So that's episode 143. So we kind of try to 
run the gamut on the stories that we tell on the show. And we didn't do a lot this year because we felt like we really got it down in uh, 2020, but we will double the number of debt payoff stories we feature on the show next year. Uh, So get ready for, yeah, 2022 is going to be another year full of really interesting debt payoff stories. So if you have a unique situation that you'd like to hear a perspective, a debt payoff perspective from somebody in a unique situation. I mean, we covered a lot of them in 2022, like high cost of living. We had a a nurse come on and talk about healthcare and debt payoff. Like we had so many. But if you still have listened to all of them and haven't found somebody that you can really resonate with, uh, let us know in an email. Send us an email and uh, we'll try and find somebody who sounds like you, looks like you, you know, whatever, so that you can see more people, um, more relatable people paying off debt. And maybe even this episode will help with that as we listen Mm -hmm. to some of you and get inspired by your stories and how you did it in this little snapshot. We we love debt payoff stories. They're so inspirational and to hear it from a variety of perspectives and circumstances can really help us to see, ooh, no matter where I find myself, this is an aim. May not may not mm-hmm. look the same, may not take the same amount of time as somebody else, but we can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Yes, and we so we want to give you all um, that you need to keep you going on that journey. So let's listen in on our very first listener debt payoff story. Here we go. Hi, I'm Tiffany Little from Hazard, Kentucky. In April of 2019, I really started the debt-free journey. We had tried it a few times, and things just always seemed to happen and pop up, and we would, you know, change our minds and just go back to our old ways. But so far, since 2019, we have stuck with this, and we are very near to the end of the road. So in this time, we have paid off about $55,000 in consumer debt credit cards, auto loans, student loans, things like that. Actually, next month, I will be making my final payment on my van. And so we will be free of consumer debt and only owe on our mortgage. This has been a process of about two and a half years. And in that two and a half years, we've had a combined income starting out with about $79,000. And through some raises and rank changes in our jobs. We are educators, and so we are now at $99,000. The turning point for me in really cracking down and sticking with this goal of being debt-free was in a couple years ago when our retirement system that we had, you know, we wanted to be teachers because there was just a a great retirement plan and you're well taken care of. You have this insurance available and you have these payments that you're, you're going to be drawing your, your retirement checks until basically you die. (laughs) They take care of you. And so a couple years ago, the system is broken, is still broken, but our governor in an attempt to fix it, tried to enact some bills, which would turn that great, comfortable retirement plan into a 401k that, you know, eventually could run out. And so at that time, I took that my future into my own hands and decided I want to become debt-free so that I can really invest in 
um, my own retirement plan and basically have myself set up well so that I will never have to worry about running out of money whenever I reach that point in my life. So far in the present, you know, the, the opportunities that have ar arisen from paying off our debt is basically just that we're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. When we first started this journey, we were living paycheck to paycheck with maybe, you know, a couple hundred dollars at the end of the month left over. Probably not really. We're going to probably spend that too. But now, whenever I go to, um, you know, we get paid, I go in and I pay my bills and I'm looking at the end of all of the bills and I'm like, wait, how do we have this much money? Because I'm so used to having to write out my entire paycheck to pay off debt. And now that's not the case. So for anyone who is thinking about joining the journey or if you're on the journey now, just remember that there's always going to be bumps in the road. Things are going to happen. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have these times where you feel like you're going in reverse and you're accruing extra debt. But if you just stay the course, eventually you will get to the end of the road and it is so very worth it. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Tiffany. That is a lot of money, $55,000 in consumer debt. Tiffany, well done. And thank you for being brave to share this with our audience. And man, what an accomplishment. Next month, we're celebrating with you. Potentially by the time this is airing, you are probably consumer debt free. Well done. Now with only your mortgage to go. Amazing. I also love to see how you've increased your combined income. It sounds like as educators. So probably both of you working in relatively low earning jobs and yet still doing amazing stuff with your money. How incredible to hear. I know so many of our listeners are going to resonate with this. I loved also the the inspiration behind the the debt payoff was the retirement. I I think it's so important that we don't rely on other people to fund our retirement. Even if you do have a guaranteed pension, which is great, I am absolutely not against those. But to additionally protect yourself with some like Roth IRA or IRA just as a backup, because when somebody else controls your retirement, then you are at their mercy. Even if they don't take it away altogether, but take it away partially, it it warps your entire plan for your future. And 401ks are great, but when you're relying on something you know that's supposed to be guaranteed for so long, and then they replace it with a 401k, then you are 10 steps behind because you could have been saving for that and and you no longer you, you don't have that and what you were planning anymore. And so I think it's really important for educators, firefighters, police, military, regardless of what is supposed to be guaranteed to you, have something additional, even if it's just a little bit, on the back burner so that you can have time in the market to be uh, just just in case. 
I also appreciate, Tiffany, how you've described what it has afforded you, kind of being able to look back and reflect upon this debt payoff journey, not just for the destination, but what you've learned along the way, and that now you don't need to worry about living paycheck to paycheck, that there are these habits cultivated that is allowing you to live in just greater amounts of freedom. And then this final message, so beautiful, to expect setbacks, that they will happen Mm -hmm. and stay the course. I think that is such an important message for all of us because it does take time. For most people, it takes years at least to be able to move from this point of recognition to making changes to actually achieving debt freedom. And so in that process, life happens, circumstances change. Expect it. Don't allow that to knock you off the wagon for the rest of eternity. It's okay. It happens to all of us. Stay the course. Get back on. Thanks so much, Tiffany. I'm sure you've encouraged so many. Yeah. And one last thing I'll say is that raising your income, your annual income from 79000 to 99000 is no easy feat. And But people think it's impossible, especially as educators. I know many teachers who have come to me and said, well, they can't pay me more. So I, and I, you know, technically losing money every year because the raises aren't enough to keep up with inflation. So I get that. But there are other education adjacent ways to make money too. So you can still use your giftings and you can use your time wisely to be increasing your income, even if it's just for a season. Or maybe you're just putting in some time to create something that's maybe a little bit now, but it will work up to being you know, a more passive income or higher income stream later. So just being intentional with putting in the time and effort that it takes to increasing your income. I love how debt payoff alerts people to the problem of their income and really gets them on the path to working and taking small steps to increasing income that they wouldn't have otherwise if they weren't trying to pay off debt. Like I like I look at my mom for example, she's never had a reason to try and re- increase her income. So she her wages have been stagnant for years, if not decades. So it is really important to be intentional and to just change the mindset from, you know, the government controls my wage to I control how much I make. Beautiful. Yeah. And you, that's yeah. incredible. $20,000. You both increased your income in that's a couple in- of years. That's amazing. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So congratulations, Tiffany. We are so proud of you. And I know that all of the rest of our frugal friends are really proud of you. So if you see Tiffany in the frugal friends community on Facebook, give her a shout out. One of the brave ones. Yes. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. 
Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Now that I have kids, I'm hyper aware of the information I put online. But unfortunately, there's only so much I can do. Our personal information is everywhere on the internet, and I don't have time to monitor and take it off every website. That's why I personally use Delete Me. Delete Me is a service that finds and removes any personal information from hundreds of data broker websites and make sure it stays off. Delete Me isn't just a one-time service. It's always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you don't want on the internet. I signed up, completed a questionnaire, and they took it from there, submitting opt-out requests to data broker sites and keeping my personal info private. To take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now, at a special discount for our listeners, today get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com frugal and use promo code FRUGAL at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL and enter code FRUGAL at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash FRUGAL, code FRUGAL. Let's get into our second debt payoff story. Hey, Jen and Jill. It's Jocelyn from Delaware. So my debt payoff story... I paid off over 13000 in credit card debt and over 95000 in student loans. I started taking this payoff journey seriously around the end of 2012. So from November 2012 until August 2013, it took about 10 months to pay off 13 k And then once that happened, it took me from September 2013 until February 2020, about six and a half years, I think that's six and a half, to pay off 95000 The debt was mostly from graduate school, so I had about 80000 taken out to get my clinical master's degree in prosthetics and orthotics, and about 15000 for my undergraduate degree. Um, of course, instead of going straight into work after grad school, I ended up racing as a professional triathlete for three years, which was back when student loan interest rates were very, very low. So that was around 2008, 2009. Um, So that's how I ended up racking up the 13,000 in credit card debt was from professional triathlon. And that's also how I didn't quite make a dent on my student loans. I was able to, I think defer them, um, and then just pay the minimum on another one. So being a pro triathlete does not pay very much at all. It was also during that the Great Recession. So around 2010, the prize money purses and the sponsorships were really drying up. So of course, I eventually ran out of money racing, racing around the world, and I went back to work as a prosthetist orthotist. 
with that job, my earnings started at around 50000 and then eventually over six figures as I gained more experience. I was willing to move for new job opportunities. But most importantly, I learned to negotiate my salary to ask for what I deserved. So some things that really worked for me were deliberately moving to a lower cost of living area, Delaware, rather than staying in Washington, D.C. or moving back home to the San Francisco Bay Area. I got better at negotiating harder for a higher salary and actually had my boss uh, be willing to work out a deal where he helped pay off some of my student loans. I signed a five-year contract to get a 10000 payment each year on my work anniversary that went towards my student loans exclusively. Um, I was blogging about my debt payoff, um, even though I kept it anonymous, and I was one of the OG listeners when Frugal Friends podcast was new. Uh, I remember the first episodes, I've called in a bill of the week a few times, I'm fairly active on the Facebook group, and I also invited Jen and Jill to my No More Student Loans party last year that I do on Leap Day. They couldn't make it, but they gave me a shout out on the Leap Dave podcast. So I actually consider that way more awesome than going on Dave Ramsey's podcast and doing the debt free scream because it was so much cooler having been a huge fan of Frugal Friends podcast. So the best opportunity for me that's happened since paying off debt is the birth of our first child. We've been trying for a couple years, but coincidentally, that day of my No More Student Loans party was also the day of my last period. So my entire pregnancy and the life of our kid has been completely debt-free. I mean, other than our mortgage, the house payments. Um, so this has really allowed us not to worry so much about finances during my maternity leave. I didn't actually have to work full-time during my pregnancy, which was, you know, mostly during COVID anyway. And then when coming back from maternity leave just this past March. Um, advice for others paying off debt. It is absolutely possible. So know your worth. Follow your budget. Also be flexible and willing to take new job opportunities that might require moving. Evaluate if you can move to an area with a lower cost of living. That was a game changer for us. And always, always, always know your worth and negotiate your salary. Ask for more than what you think you should be getting because you usually deserve more than what they're going to offer you. Anyway, thank you so much, Jen and Jill, for creating this podcast and this community. Love you guys. Wow, Jocelyn, yes, it's been a pleasure to, from the very first episodes, seeing you in the Facebook group, seeing you pay off your debt, seeing you like give birth to your child. Like, I've, I feel like we're part of your family. I really do. You're another frugal friend. Jocelyn, you are an OG. And what a compliment that this is way better for you than doing the debt free scream. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Love I, it. I want it to I want it to be. I want to do something like this more frequently. So that is just affirming what I want to do. So thank you for affirming me. There's so <laughs> many golden nuggets in what you've just shared. So 
Jen and I are just going to go through it and highlight this awesomeness that you just shared with us. And thank you for calling it in. You are so active. All your bills of the week and how you engage in the Facebook group to now sharing this story. So amazing. So for starters, holy smokes, that's a lot of student loans. And I think that there's probably a lot of people out there who are going to resonate with this, even just for undergrad student loans. It sounds like for you, there was, Mm -hmm. you know, postgraduate school wrapped up in this a while back. But so many people listening, I know that's the average is getting up into the six figures as far as student loans go. And then even your story to say that once you graduated, instead of getting right into your career, you chose to kind of pursue something that you're really good at, something that you're passionate about to be a triathlete. Holy smokes, Jocelyn. But then to rack up 13K. I was just talking about that this morning. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Swimming, not for me. <laughs> oh my goodness. Swimming, biking, running, and all of it back to back. Wow. We're standing in Yeah. In I was actually, I was corrected because I was calling them bicyclists. And my friend was like, cyclists. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dang it. I'm so not cool. Dang it. Anyways, I just had to, I uh, respect your triathletism so much, oh. Jocelyn. It's so cool. But then it's very that cool. makes sense that, you know, how you were living then at the time to in order to support yourself and your expenses, having some credit card debt. So all of this is just it's so realistic. It's so relatable. But then to see how you got on track and you were able to start with that consumer debt, which is probably where most people should start. Usually consumer debt has the higher interest rates and being able to knock that out in about a year from 2012 to 2013. And then taking the six and a half years to pay off that 95K in the student loans, which again, a very realistic time frame, And that's how it can take years to do this, especially when you're inching towards that six figure mark. Yeah, I mean, seven and a half years is no joke. But hey, like, honestly, can you remember the last like five years of your life? Like if you look, if you look back five years ago, so 10 years ago, and so the the part of your life five to 10 years ago, like that five years, it's like, what did you do? Can you remember how like how it was like eventually that's what that series of time is going to look like to you like I promise you so it took us two years to pay off our debt and it felt so long while we were doing it and hindsight it feels like nothing like our child is over two years old now like it's so crazy how it can be such an intimidating time frame when you're starting out and then in hindsight it's very reasonable. But but it's seven and a half years is still a long time. But Jocelyn, you've got like so much more than seven and a half years left on your life. <laughs> you know, hopefully of debt freedom, it's just yeah. the yeah, the part the the ratio it is to the rest of your life is so nominal. Well, and now let's get into this next part of earnings. Thank you so much for sharing those figures. I know that's super vulnerable. A lot of times we can assume, all right, this person has their master's degree or beyond, so they must be making a ton of money. It's no problem for them to pay this off. You shared that you started out at a 50K salary. That is 
very mid-range. And, and it's, a, you know, mm-hmm. you increase to six figures, which well done, but I love the tips that you give that it is possible for anyone to increase income with some of these tips of building experience, right? We can't just walk into some employer's office and say, here's what I demand. We have to work towards that, build up the skill set and the education and the experience, but then recognizing our own value and negotiate. This is such Mm -hmm. a good word to put into practice. And you did it not just on negotiating your earnings, but negotiating to have your employer help pay off student loans. Brilliant. I think that's a phenomenal tip for anybody listening in on, all right, if your employer can't increase your salary this year, where else can there be room for negotiation? Being willing to live in a low-cost area can also help extremely and phenomenally with that payoff. So amazing nuggets here. Yeah. I, You know how I feel about income. There's just... We have such a limiting mindset when it comes to how much we can earn. And Jocelyn, you did not get to six figures on accident. You worked for it. You and you didn't hustle like hustle culture, you know, like working 70 hours, 80 hours a week. You negotiated. You got creative. You weren't afraid to ask. And that's half the battle is getting creative and asking. And I love that you said know your worth, but you didn't say ask for your worth because I hate the phrase like ask for what you're worth because I am 100% sure that there are so many people out there that uh, don't know like what they are worth. And so they are worth so much more than what they think they are. So don't ever ask for your worth. Just ask for what you want. Ask for more than you think you're worth because I assure you, you are worth more than what you think you are. Um, but we have this, you know, this sense of humility that keeps us asking for less. And I do it too. Like I, I have to be honest, like for one of our advertisers, they sent me the wrong person's email thread. They sent, they responded to me when they should have responded to somebody else. And I was able to see what this person was getting on their deal versus ours. And this person has, I, I'm not sure what their background is, but they asked for God, quadruple what we asked for and they got it and they got it and I just didn't know because I didn't value myself I didn't know what to ask for you know I just didn't know and so now I know so it's little by little asking and getting testing continuously testing the limits because you do not know what you are capable of getting if you don't ask. If you don't go big, you miss all the shots you don't take. Absolutely. (laughs) And then this final and beautiful celebratory piece that the best thing since your debt payoff is having a child and entering into parenthood debt free without the worry and concern of extra financial stress and burden. And and the story about finding out, learning that you're pregnant on the day of your celebration, ama- amazing. I did not know that piece. So 
All of this is so incredible. And we're celebrating with you, Jocelyn. I know it's been a while since you have been debt-free, but it is still fresh again and worth celebrating this massive accomplishment Mm -hmm. and continuing to celebrate what it has afforded you. And now being able to turn around and encourage others and saying, it's possible. Know your worth. Do some of the hard things and know that it's possible. I agree with you 100%, Jocelyn. Mm, Amen. All right. So we got one more debt payoff story from a listener. Let's get into it. My name is Brittany. I live in Asheville, North Carolina. I paid off $65,000 in debt in just under five years. I was making between $25,000 and $35,000 a year. During that time, I was waiting tables. I moved to Korea to teach English for a year. And when I came back, I I opened my own business, which is what I'm still doing now. Majority of my debt was student loans. A little bit of it was car debt. The biggest turning point for me was when I looked at how much I owed after years of making minimum payments and realized I didn't make a dent in the overall debt. The biggest opportunity I think that it has opened up for me is being able to pay extra on the mortgage. My current plan is to have the house paid off by the time I'm 40, which will be 15 years early on the mortgage. Basically, for anybody on their debt-free journey, my only advice is to keep going and celebrate the little wins. Every time you get further in your payoff, if you pay off one small loan, you know, treat yourself to something. You have to celebrate the little things and make a system that works for you. It doesn't have to be all Dave Ramsey or all Susie Orman. Pick out little things from everyone and make it work for you. That's my biggest piece of advice. Thank you. Wow, Brittany, that that is that is the dream that that so many people listening to our show have. They're making a lower income. You said you're making 25 to 35k per year waiting tables and you paid off $65,000. And that's the place where people are coming from. It doesn't even matter if it's like, you know, that little and that much, but they're they're coming from a place where their debt is double what they make in a year or more than what they make in a year. And it's it's overwhelming and you dug in and you did it. So congratulations, Brittany. Mm, I agree, Brittany. This is incredibly inspiring. I know so often this is one of the biggest barriers for people in debt payoff of, well, that sounds all fine and good for people who make six figures, but I make very little money. There's no possible way. And just throw the hands in the air and and move on, living paycheck to paycheck. But you found a different route for yourself. And I really hope that folks listening can take this to heart for wherever you find yourself that even when making 25 to 35,000 dollars a year and your debt payoff would mean more than double what you make in one year it's still possible. It's going to take a long time and it's going to take hard work and it most likely will include trying to find ways to earn more. 
but it still is possible. And I love how you described what the prompt was for you to actually look at what you owe, the dent that you've made in it so far, right? What did I used to owe? What do I owe now? Oh, goodness, I've been making these payments, and it's not decreasing the amount that I owed. I think so many of us, that that is the case. Maybe we choose to not even look at it. But if we do, that could be an incredible motivator of, okay, how do we actually kick this thing into high gear so that the money I am still paying actually makes a dent in this thing and someday I can find myself debt free. And then beyond that, just what it's afforded you now being able to make extra payments to your mortgage and this new goal of paying off your house 15 years early. That's going to be that's crazy. Incredible. And I love mm-hmm. that shift that does happen, that the debt payoff story doesn't just end there. It doesn't have to just end there. There's so much that we learn along the way that affords more and more for us in the future. So well done, Brittany, and amazing advice to keep going and to celebrate the little wins. I can't highlight that enough. We're not going to be able to keep doing this if we're not rewarding ourselves in small ways, allowing ourselves to see the progress, congratulate ourselves for the progress that we've made. Incredible, incredible advice, Brittany, and well done. Yeah, sometimes we can get so down on ourselves for just the fact that we got ourselves into this quote unquote mess that it's hard to celebrate the wins when you're getting out of it. But I just want to push back on that and say, if that is what you're feeling, like that's a lie, your accomplishments to get out of debt and to improve your life deserve to be celebrated. So please do celebrate your wins, even if they seem small to you. Still celebrate them. You don't have to obviously spend money to celebrate them, but I but I want you to look back at the entirety of your journey every so often so that you can see uh, the progress that you've made financially, mentally, physically, um, with your relationships. There are so many things. This is definitely a holistic. It's it's paying off debt, but the changes are holistic. The changes are to everything. So, you know, reward yourself. Celebrate that accomplishment that you are changing the entirety of your life by doing this one small thing and focusing on it. And I also loved how uh, you said, Brittany, that you can take what works for you. Take you, No person is infallible. So no person's advice, including ours, should A, be taken at face value or B, be taken in entirety. You should always look for the good in what somebody's saying and how it works for you and leave what doesn't work for you. Just how there are very controversial financial gurus, they still have some good things to say. So I think we can, you know, accept what is good and works for us and put back what does not. And so we hope you do the same thing with this show. Um, So Mm. thank you so much, Brittany. Take the meat, spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. And sometimes spit out the fat if you're not into fat. So, <laughs> yeah. or just eat the whole vegetable. For sure. That's really my favorite thing to do. But besides that, my other favorite thing to do every week. None of it has to be thrown out. Not a bit. The, the bill, bill of the, of the week. week. That's right. 
It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the Bill of the Week. Hi, Jen and Joe. This is Brittany Anderson. And I just want to say I am loving the show. I am binging all the episodes while I walk fields at work. I get to scout corn for a living. But I wanted to share my bill of the week. Uh, recently, our oven went out on our gas range. And I bake a lot, so it was a big deal. And we were talking about getting a new oven. And I just came across your repair and maintenance episode and thought, hey, let's look into this a little further. And we watched some YouTube videos and found a common thing that goes out on um, gas ovens is the igniter at the bottom. So my husband bought a $30 part, watched some YouTube videos, and replaced it. So instead of spending thousands of dollars on a new range, we spent 30 bucks, and my oven is back up and working. So keep up the good work, and have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. That's I'm jumping awesome. out of my seat. Jumping yes, out of my seat, she literally Brittany. is. Oh my gosh, we just saved you thousands of dollars in one podcast just, episode. I'm gonna feel free to credit, send that Jill. to our Venmo. <laughs> feel free no, to send your that's, savings. That's so awesome that you just you got creative. Like you didn't jump to like spending money to solve the problem. You thought you you just had this trigger that was like embedded in the frugal mentality to be like, okay. Before I go out and buy another range, let me just see if there's something I can do. And there was. There not there isn't always something you can do, but in this case there was. And it saved you a ton of money and it saved probably saved a range from just sitting in a junkyard somewhere being stripped for parts. So there's so many good things here. Brittany, you've made my week possibly my year just i i'm so excited for you and well done that you didn't just take this as an opportunity to blow a bunch of money and buy a new new range which if it was broken forever sure that might be necessary but to problem solve and get your hands dirty and fix it and not spend my $30 part over a couple thousand dollar new range. Wow, Brittany. I love it. So oh glad to God. be a part of you, this journey with you. Ah. Love this journey for you. <laughs> if you've got a bill that you think is going to make us just jaw dropped in celebratory amazement, visit or leave it for us at <laughs> frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. You can visit it. You can leave it for Jill us. Is, frugalfriendspodcast.com is visibly shook. Yeah, she is I'm, visibly shook. I can't even hear. I'm so excited. I love problem solving and fixing, and then it saved you money. <laughs> That's her <Okay>. love language. <laughs> Good job, Brittany. How do I get my partner on board with our finances? It's a top question we get from listeners, and we've realized it's a game changer when there are tools that allow you to work together better, like Monarch. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com frugal. 
Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple design makes it so easy to set up and manage your household finances. Plus, they have built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. After trying out Monarch myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash frugal for your extended 30-day free trial. Go to monarchmoney.com slash frugal for an extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to ensuring your company has top-notch security practices, things can get complicated fast. Vanta automates compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001 and more, saving you time and money. With Vanta, you can streamline security reviews by automating questionnaires and demonstrating your security posture with a customer-facing trust center. Over 7,000 global companies like Atlassian, Flow Health, and Quora use Vanta to build trust and prove security in real time. Listeners can claim a special offer of $1,000 off Vanta at vanta.com special. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash special for $1,000 off Vanta. And now, and it's, now time it's time for, for the lightning, lightning round. round. I'm all uh, jazzed up. Lightning is happening inside you, my mind. Oh, wow. We should be recording this, but we are not. So today's lightning round is we are going to share what we are most thankful about thankful for about our debt payoff journey. So you've heard our debt payoff stories in in other episodes or, or at least parts of it. But I think it being the day after Thanksgiving, I think gratitude should last 365 days a year, not just one day. And so let's continue this uh, spirit of, of gratitude because even in the hard things, uh, there are things to be thankful for. And I think so much more like we can say, you know, in hard things that weren't our fault and were like ultimately difficult and sad, there are still things that you can be thankful for in that. And it's hard to find that. So when we take something like paying off debt, which we know will have a positive outcome, and we are self-imposing some of this challenge, this hardship for something better, for something intentional, I think it's it's easier to see what you can be thankful for. And I think if we train ourselves in doing more gratitude identification through stuff like this, then when, you know, other bad things happen that we can't control, then we're more open to seeing like how the changes can be more life-giving or how we can find gratitude in those uh, more difficult seasons. Gratitude is so important. It does carry us through. It helps us to see the good, the life-giving, the beautiful, even in the midst of difficulty. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. This isn't gratitude is an important part of the debt payoff process. Yes. And then even ongoing from there. Yeah. It's important part of the like a frugal lifestyle because when you are thankful for what you have and you are thankful for what you have been through and what you are going through, then you don't idolize or envy what other people have and what other people are are you know look like they are not going through. So it it really <laughs> is in it's an integral part of the frugal lifestyle. For sure. Yeah. What about for you, Jen? What are okay. you seeing as pieces of gratitude since your debt payoff? So 
obviously it changed the trajectory of my life. I was an acupuncturist and now I host a personal finance podcast and it is allowing me to do the most life-giving work. Like watching people lay down the idol of consumerism and pick up the freedom of living in their true north is the only thing I want to do with my life. And I didn't know that before. And now like I get choked up thinking about it, like how much I want to do that and how often I want to help people do that. So that, whew, hold on. We should we should have <laughs> videotaped this. Like, we should have. Yeah, it really is like so deep for okay. you. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I love it, Jen. It- <laughs> you are doing that. And I think our community absolutely resonates with that. Like they, they are saying, this is what we're doing for people, right? Like Brittany, mm-hmm. w- we helped her not spend money on a range and and get that fixed. And so, so much more that, yeah, you are yeah. doing it. You've done it for yourself and you've been able to turn around and help others do that. And how meaningful and purposeful. Yeah. And I think this is this show has been the most significant source of that. There's not been, I mean, I've written books and those have been great and and people have emailed me how they've they've changed their life, but like nothing in comparison to what we get from this show and literally would not be able to do it without you, Jill. So take part in everything that I'm saying about like the mission. So yeah, and then it also just led me down a path of self-discovery and intentional living. Like there were so many things about my life that I thought were ne- that were necessary. And people can say this in their 20s, but sometimes they don't realize it until maybe their 40s or 50s that so much of what they thought was important was not. And so I was, you know, through this journey able to realize it in my 20s and able to then say, okay, if I don't care about this, then what do I care about? What is my life goal and my purpose? And it led me into that journey. So I am all of the blocking the friends on Facebook and all of the not getting to do the things that I wanted or thought I should be able to do and really like not doing things that I did deserve you know, I don't, I, be, I don't believe in that thing is like, if you can't afford it, you don't deserve it. There are a lot of things that a lot of people deserve that they can't afford. But, mm. but choosing not to do it, it was all worth it. I'm thankful. That's mm. me. How about you, Jill? <laughs> well, you know, similar to you, Jen, the things that I'm grateful for about the debt payoff journey and what it has afforded me, it's not materialistic. It is the intangibles. It's what it has created within my life and perspective, beliefs and behavior that I'm ultimately grateful for. It's these more deep rooted, you use the term true north, and that's really resonating with me. You know, this, this whole process has allowed the important things to come to the surface and has been a bit of a refining process for me that I'm not sure I would have arrived at without the debt payoff journey and the journey of frugality and asking 
ourselves and one another the hard questions. And so my my biggest, there's so much to be grateful for with this, but I think some of my biggest gratitude pieces is how the debt payoff journey for me has taught me simplicity and contentment throughout the way that I approached the debt payoff journey was in tinier living, in non-traditional living environments, which forced me into a more simple lifestyle, which wasn't without its pain points, but has long-term produced in me just simplicity across the board and deeper levels of contentment that I cherish. And I have to work actively to maintain those pieces in me as I'm no longer in those exact situations. But my goodness, I don't know if I would have arrived here without that process and journey. And and then beyond that community, I mean, holy smokes, Jen, I mean, hopefully I don't get choked up here, but friendship with you. I think that the debt payoff journey, frugality has brought things into my life that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Like people comment all the time, you guys are actually friends. Like, yes. (laughs) And I think deeper friends because of this. Mm -hmm. We would not talk weekly, daily. Most often we talk daily if it weren't (laughs) for the community that we've built, what it has produced inside of us. I mean, I'm, I'm going on like a monologue now. Yeah, there's so much gratitude here, but I think I would highlight it's not materialistic. It has just brought about a deeper awareness of the things that truly matter and have helped me to focus in on my values and to get at that more and more and invite others into that journey. So it's, and this episode is like case in point of highlighting the voices of those in our community and how even this podcast has been a small part of those individuals' journeys. And mm-hmm. my goodness, if that's not something to celebrate. Yeah. I, I There's just so much to be thankful for. Like I cannot list everything. I'm so thankful for you, Jill. I'm so thankful for the show and the people around it who listen. We have tens of thousands of people who have listened to this show. And it baffles my mind that mm-hmm. that is possible. And so we're so thankful for you. Without you, we would not have a show. Like without you listening right now, we wouldn't, we wouldn't still be doing this. Jill and I would just hang out. We wouldn't (laughs) do this. We'd have a friendship. It might not be as deep of a friendship, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, no, it would. It was, yeah. I mean, I just, yeah, you are the reason we were able, we are able to do this. Like you may think you're just like a number, but like every number helps us get advertisers that support the show and help us turn down less life-giving projects to do more of this for you. And so it's a it's a cycle that, um, God, I'm internally grateful for. So thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so thank you for leaving your reviews, listening, everything you do. We hope that this has brought you some encouragement and inspiration if you're working to pay off debt and just reiterating that that to paying off debt is not necessarily a numbers goal. It's not something you do to come out on top mathematically. It's something you do to put yourself on a solid foundation to to live out your dreams, you know, and it has a financial component and and it is this challenge that we can undertake 
that which by doing so gets us closer to who we want to be and how we want to live. And so there's so much wrapped up in this journey that when people tell you it's not the best mathematical <laughs> solution for you know growing wealth, I mean, um, they might they're not wrong. But if your goal is to live a full life uh, over growing an arbitrary amount of of net worth, then then we really feel like this is an integral part to that journey. And so so we thank you for listening. Um, and we thank you for your kind reviews like this one from Best Be You. And it just happens to be five stars. It says, inspirational podcast. Jen and Jill have inspired me to take charge of my finances. I love all the frugal real life tips along with the community they've built to encourage and support all of our wins and fails. Um, that just reiterates like everything we've been saying. So thank you. That's, I, yeah. I think that's Allison. So yeah, thank you, Allison. Wow. Wow. So. Yeah, that's such a common theme is the community component to this. It's yeah, that's cool. So mm-hmm. grateful for you all. We also want to thank all of you, our friends who share these episodes on social media. So when you share the latest episode on Instagram, we're adding you to our monthly drawing. For every five tags and reviews we get each month, we're giving away $50 for you to spend in the Frugal Friends shop. We're so excited about this shop. So many goodies and digital products in there, all aimed at helping you on this very journey, whether mm-hmm. you're still in debt payoff or you're beyond debt payoff and kind of considering where are your priorities, what do you want to be working on now, check out the shop and let us just continue to be a support to you and build community around you. Absolutely. So keep leaving us reviews wherever you listen to podcasts and sending us the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to tag us on social. See you next week. Frugal Friends is produced by Eric Siriani. Jen, this feels Jill. like such a sacred episode to me. Like you really got vulnerable in that lightning round. I know. My goal is always to try and get you vulnerable and then it <laughs> turn around and backfires on me. What? We're always vulnerable. We just <laughs> Tears don't often happen, but I think it's in, indicative of how deep this goes for you in this specific area. And mm-hmm. I resonate with you. I... Yeah, I think it has brought up for me, even just hearing you describe such gratitude and reflection on Mm -hmm. what this has provided to all of us. Yeah, I don't take for granted that I get to do what I love. And over 70% of people, like statistically, do not do what they love. Uh, And so I think financial freedom allows you the opportunity to be in the 30%. And so Mm. I, I love my business and the flexibility it offers me. And I want that for other people too. We can cultivate and, you know, up that number to 40, 50%. I truly believe that. Yeah. Yeah. People just need to know that it's possible Mm -hmm. and receive the support around them to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So Mm. thankful, thankful for you. Thankful for all of this. So grateful for you and for our frugal friends. So beautiful. (laughs) What a lovely episode. Yes. 
thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.